Hey, hey, welcome to episode 20 of the GBHBL Whiplash, and we have something special for you, something a bit different, not our usual episodic series, so to speak. We have an interview, an interview with black metal, British black metal band Sarkoth, joined by two members of the band. They're going to be talking to me for the next 30-odd minutes about their origins, about their newly released single, The Wanderer, and their upcoming album, Yera, as well as future plans. But not only that, we also have some of their music to play play you. So at the start, right after I stop speaking, you're going to get to hear from the 2017 demo, Awake in Eternal Sleep. Bear in mind, this track will be on the new album, Yera, out on September 21st, 2018, but an improved version. So this is an earlier version, a demo version, of Awaken Eternal Sleep. And stick with us to the very, very end of the interview where you'll get to hear The Wanderer, the new single from the upcoming album, Yera. You'll be able to hear The Wanderer at the very end of the podcast, right after the interview. So enjoy.
fuck off. You uh, heavy metal band, the simple stuff. Yeah. Tell us a bit about yourselves. Um, well, we're kind of atmospheric, melodic, black metal, uh, based in Staffordshire. Um, been going for about a year now, and we just put out a new release, a single, leading up to a, our debut release in September. So that's kind of where we're at at the moment. Yeah. And how did you guys meet? What about your origins? Where did you decide to start a band? So we met um, when we both started college. We started studying TV and film at college. We became good friends and um, we spoke about music quite a lot. Uh, always give it. And then I actually sold Ellis's first electric guitar yeah. um, when he started, you know, decided he wanted to pick up the guitar and start playing. And um, somewhere along the line, uh, well, then we, we, were there, we then continued and we went to and did the same uni course together. And then at some point on that uni course, we said, like, um, we ended up forming the band. Yeah, we, we both wanted to start solo black metal projects. Yeah. Um, and then when we realized we both wanted to do it, we just said, well, let's do it together then. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how that started. Do you remember your specific day that Sarkoth was born? Like, do you have an anniversary? I couldn't tell you what the date was, but I remember it. I remember the initial conversation. I, I couldn't tell you what day it was. No. But, uh, I, I think we kind of consider the day the demo was released to be kind of the anniversary. Yeah, that's the date that we actually have that we can remember. That's yeah, but... one you need then, guys, because you've got to have that. This is when yeah. we were born. Even, yeah, you know, yeah. like your marriage, if you forget what it is, you make one up. So 10 years down the line, you can do your 10-year anniversary shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so where did the name Sarkoth come from? Uh, not the best story in the world. We were uh, we, we were both having a few drinks around mine, and we were playing uh, World of Warcraft, and we we just we just made some new characters. And there's a there's a character in it, it's a scorpion, and it's called Sarkoth, but with only one A. And because we were drunk, it, we thought it sounded like a really it sounds pretty black metal, pretty yeah. cult. Yeah. We're like that'll do. <laughs> we'll take that. Um, I, I'd an extra A in so we don't get sued. Yeah. yeah. I believe we'd just written a song um, yeah. that day and then we chilled out, put on some World of Warcraft, made some new characters. And uh, yeah, I kind of wished we'd uh, thought of a cool story to tell you where the name came from, but we didn't. That's, <laughs> that's the true one. <laughs> so, that is yeah. a cool story. And in a couple of years' time, when you're big, huge, and Blizzard come after you, uh, then, you'll, then, you'll ha- then it becomes an even better story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we added the extra A in. Totally, totally different now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you already mentioned at the start, but can you go a bit further into your sound, how you describe it, and where that direction came from, and some of your influences? Yeah. So, um, a lot of the initial influences were, for me personally, getting into black metal come from uh, Emperor and Winter Philip primarily. And then when I first started writing songs, I was essentially trying to emulate those bands. I don't think we necessarily sound like either of those bands, but the the initial intention was me trying to sort of do my own version of, of those bands, and the riffs that I came up with ended up sounding pretty different in the end. But yeah, um, but I think the sound that we try and make with the music is like uh, we try and sonically create sounds that we see as the audio version of like different emotions or different atmospheres or different images. And we try and sort of 
create that in sound form. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so it's the anniversary of a demo, or was that already one day past? Right? Was it the thirty first of July? Yes, yeah, so that was that was yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm night shift, so I'm totally losing track of days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Right. So a year ago, you're releasing the demo, mm-hmm. your two track demo. Did you ever picture a year later you'd be in a position you are now? You're now one month away from the month where you're going to release your debut album. You've signed to a label. This yeah. is obviously a major step forward. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, I wouldn't say we think we are where we are. I mean, I was not to say we didn't think we were capable of it, but I just I don't think either of us thought it would go this quick. We thought it'd be a kind of just slow thing and let things happen when they happen. It just happens that everything kind of came together yeah um, rather quickly yeah, well obviously as well it's it. like in modern day music it, it, it's not it's not as simple as going out and just putting your records inside hmv and so on there's mm-hmm. such obviously everyone wants the music for free so you've got to use Bandcamp and you've got to use facebook and social media and stuff like that yeah obviously you're really um quite active on that social media side of things do you think that's helped yeah, I try and uh, I try and get us out there. I try and talk to people, and I know I think it makes it a bit more personal if you're actually talking to the people who are listening to the music. Also, I don't just think it's helped. I think it has been solely the reason we've had any kind of, as small as it is, uh, any kind of success is as a result of social media and being able to put ourselves out there online. It's the sole reason. Like, yeah, because we wouldn't have got any gigs or anything without. Social networking. Do you ever get disheartened with, say, the YouTube side of things? So you put your video up on YouTube, and you know, in your head, you envision, oh, it's going to get thousands and thousands of views, and after a month, it's got like twenty or thirty. Yeah. But because um, of the fact that YouTube's such, a, a, I guess, a sinkhole, a sinkhole of videos, do, do you ever find that side of things utterly frustrating? Um, sort of, but. We don't push the YouTube channel so much right now. Maybe it, we probably should push it a little bit more than we do, but we don't. We don't try. We try and push the Bandcamp a little bit more because that's where we sell our stuff. Yeah, as that sounds. Yeah. But that's what we try and push. So we get more listens through Bandcamp more than anything because that's what we push the most. I think the thing is, though, for, for me, I don't find it disheartening, but that's because YouTube is so saturated. It's one of them places where you're very unlikely to just stumble across things unless it goes on channels or playlists that are specifically designed to put things out there yeah. if you just upload it even if you tag it well it's still going to get kind of lost in all the other stuff so yeah I, I must consider the youtube channel to be a place where if people know us that's where they can go and just listen to the songs easily yeah it- but i mean we're, we're on youtube in a few formats now there's our channel and there's another channel that put us up and uh, we, we've now we're now on this little playlist thing, aren't we? Yeah. That got put the other day. So now all the tracks from uh, The Wanderer are all now available individually on YouTube as well. Which oh, excellent. We weren't expecting, but we are pleased with a happy uh, accident, as it were. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be the sort of driving force if you can get yourself a bit more spread out in there because you're right about saturation. Um, well, let's talk about The Wanderer, as it's come up a few times. It's now available digitally as well on iTunes, Spotify, and so on, right? Yeah, it's it's getting out there. It's it's in the process of going to all the different uh, kind of streaming sites. It's on 
currently on Google Play, uh, Deezer, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. Not, I thought that was iTunes, but apparently, yeah, apparently not. Something different. Um, yeah. So it is getting out there. It's going to be on Amazon as well. Yeah. In fact, I think it might be already. But, Excellent. Um, yeah. So it's, well, it's only just been out for like fully a couple of days, right? How have you found a response so far? Good. Yeah. Very positive, um, which was good to hear because, I mean, we sort of released The Wonder before with a little bit of a lyric video on YouTube, uh, just as it's as a, as a standalone song. Um, we released that a while back, February. Yeah, um, yeah. On so, your birthday. On my birthday, yeah. <laughs> so people have, people have heard that song already, but, I mean, the version that's on, the new version that's on the new release has a slight alteration to it. There's a, a new riff that's been added in there. Um, yeah. I don't know if anyone picked up on that, but who's already heard it. But um, so what you're hearing is the final album version now. Um, but we were really happy that the other songs that we decided to include have had a good response as well. Yeah, um, especially the second one, Memories of You. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of treat those as exclusive things that will be part of this kind of bundle. Yeah. So. Right. Well, so, you've, so The Wanderer is the first single from Yera which is out in September. But Memories of You isn't on that album. That's an exclusive just to the single, right? Yeah. Yes. The reason we kind of put the single together was because we had a... um, There's a guy from Germany who's really into our stuff and he loves buying stuff physically and he he sent us a message saying, you should consider doing a a CD single release of The Wanderer. And we were like, that's not a bad idea. It's something we could sell, but we don't just want to sell a song that people can already just listen to on YouTube. Um, So we thought, let's put another song together. And then um, we ended up also saying, screw it, let's do a cover as well for the fun. Yeah, there was kind of a discussion at the start of what should we put on the B-side, but yep. what can we add to it to kind of make it work, you know, worth people's money? Because if they're going to spend money on it, I want them to get a good package. Um, so we, we, we wanted to do the cover from the start, the Winter Fellows cover, but we weren't sure of the kind of legal side of it. Mm. And, you know, we... we so we did Memories of You, and that was kind of inspired as well by some recent events. Um, but then I just kind of, I just messaged Winter Phillip and just said, hi, can we cover this and put it on a limited release? And they said, yeah. So I'm like, sad. So that's yeah. why the, it ended up being a three-track thing rather than just the two. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you literally just messaged him and they said, yep. Yeah, I asked him whether it'd be okay with their label and they said yeah it'll be fine we're our label heads are a good friend of ours so we'll just tell him not to fussy about it <laughs> and on the digital side of things the service that we've used to put it out there it actually gets us the appropriate license to put it out digitally as well yeah. so we've, it's it's all kind of come around really well oh, that's perfect see that's what you're kind of talking about that lovely connection where you can just message and say hey can we do this and they say yes yeah, it's, it's fine we're friends with our label head um so yeah. there's no issues there mm-hmm. that's kind of the great thing about scenes like the uk black metal scene you get there's yeah them in every genre in every country but yeah i can't think of a bigger ba- a bigger black metal band from the uk that are around right now than i mean like, cradle of filth, like but yeah like cradle of filth but that's that's a little bit different they're like huge mainstream kind of band but mm, in yeah. terms of the uk black metal scene right now i can't think of a bigger band than winter Phillip, and they were kind enough to message us back straight away and be really really friendly so yeah, yeah i think you're right like when i think of being uk black metal band it's them and as you already said yeah. at the start they're obviously one of your inspirations mm-hmm. so yeah, 
Back to the Wanderer. Is it a good reflection of what fans can expect to hear overall on Yera? The um, the Wanderer is yeah because that's kind of like that is one of the tracks from Yera. So uh, it it kind of it doesn't really have so much of the atmospheric side that we always have on the album. Um, but the actual composition of it is very similar to a lot of the other stuff on the album. So it's kind of a good if you take that and then you take the songs from the demo, which have obviously been improved since the demo. Uh, it gives you a fairly good idea of what you can expect. Yeah. Memories of You is, again, composition-wise, it's very similar, but the overall kind of the massive choruses and uh, you know, the massive choirs, rather, the massive choirs and um, like the really reverby lead guitars you get that almost sound like kind of string instruments. Um, that that's not a sound that we really explored in time for the album, but it. Weirdly, it's kind of it's kind of the sound that we wanted to make when we started. We just weren't sure how, and we figured it out now. But yeah. sadly, not in time for the album. But <laughs> but uh, you say sadly, but you know the album's kind of like, like Ellie said, a lot of the songs came out a little bit different to what we set out to kind of be as a band from the start. But um, they did come out really well. But I think we ended up finding a sound that we didn't know was in us. Yeah, when we wrote when we put the album together, so yeah. Although it's like kind of different from what we started, we're still immensely proud of what we've done, and we think people are going to love it. Excellent. Um, so, what other little bits and pieces can you share about Yera? Does it actually have a date, a release date? It's in September, but do you have a set date yet? The twenty first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming out on the twenty first of September. There you go. People put it on your calendar. Um, so it's got the Wanderer, the two demo tracks improved. Um, yeah. So that's three. How many more? Uh, there's nine songs in total. Yeah. Two, two of them are kind of like short instrumental pieces. Um, but then the rest of it is good old black metal with seven <laughs> songs. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. It's again. It's more of if you like if people like the the songs from the demo and they like the Wanderer. Um, it's it's more that's a really good like representation of the spectrum of sounds we explore and um there'll be a there's definitely one track that's kind of a little bit slightly different kind of sound to to those that's a little bit more um epic uh, which is a bit of a overused word but there's a, a big there's a bit of an epic on there that's um a little bit different but aside from that um it's it's more of what you've what you've already heard in a lot of ways but um just exploring different different types of riffs and different types of grooves and stuff like that so yeah so basically if you're already a fan if you've liked what you put out so far there's no concerns you're not dropping hardcore beats breakdowns or anything no no No. nothing dramatically different from what you've already heard although it's I'm I'm pretty confident that people that like us already are going to be really happy with the album. Yeah. Excellent. Um, well, you know, you know us. My my view. Can't wait for it. It's going to be spectacular. Expect great things. Don't let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure's on now. <laughs> um, right. I think we touched upon this already, but going back to um, memories of you. Because you said yourself, you quite were you surprised by quite how how much like how much people have enjoyed that song as and consider it's a, just an extra almost. Um. Yes and no. I think. Yeah, we're really like glad that people like it. But I think 
we we also felt that it's kind of the best thing we've written. <laughs> so like, I I think kind of not not to sound cocky, but I think we we kind of knew that like yeah, if people like us, are gonna they're gonna really like this. Yeah. So that that's why uh, we were quite confident putting it out from the beginning. We knew compositionally it was really strong. Um, where we were struggling for a while was this has been without a doubt the hardest track to produce and yeah. mix. Yeah. So we were really worried we were gonna get the mix right for it but i think we've got it in a good place now yeah um because there's quite a lot to the song i think so trying to get all the elements so that everything kind of you can hear everything without it being messy was really hard to do but we got there in the end <laughs> yeah um you know i, I don't want to sort of play favorites but i agree with exactly what you said um i was blown away by it i was really surprised um not surprised because that sounds like I was expected to be shit. That's not the case. It was yeah. I was surprised by how much of a step forward it was from the yeah. demo tracks. Like it, it, it mm -hmm. sounded like that, but my god, you've grown in leaps and bounds in the, in the space of a year. It's it's an incredible track. Yeah, I like I like it. It, t it takes you on a journey, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, well, yeah. For, yeah. Thank you for saying that. It's really yeah. kind. But um, yeah, that that's exactly how we saw it. Kind of like we were. So when we wrote the music for it, we did actually say to each other, like some of the stuff that we're writing is just, yeah. we, we didn't think, we were just surprised at, at the stuff that we that comes out of it. When I listen back to it, I'm kind of like, I listen to a, a lead that I've written or something. Like, for example, the the uh, kind of the solo at the start, at the very start of the song. Um, mm. When I kind of listen to it back now, I'm kind of like, I, I'm not quite sure how that came out. Like it's... It's not it just happened in the, at the it, time. It's not something you'd usually write, is it? Mm, it's, not, so, it's not your typical style with lead, is it? Yeah. So, yeah, we it, it, we are really really happy with how we're progressing, and we just um, we're looking forward to getting cracking on with writing the next one as well, and seeing where yeah, seeing a, where we go. There's already a kind of stuff in the works for it. Oh, well, you've said it. So you're writing or just playing around? For We've got what? ideas. We're focusing on. As soon as the album's released and we know there's no more work we can do on it, that's when we'll sit and we'll probably start writing and throwing all these ideas into songs. Yeah. Strike what the iron's heart. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, I'm glad you sound so proud of the single um, of Memories of You, of The Wanderer, of the cover. Mm -hmm. um, you, you should be, and it's great, you know. Um, don't, under, don't underplay your own talents and what you've released and what reactions, you know, the reaction to it is. Mm -hmm. Um Right, so let's talk the future. What comes next going on from this point? So Yera release on September 21st, the end of the year. Um, I guess what's October towards December. You've got a couple of um, shows. Yes. Do you want to tell um, us a bit about those? Yeah, so we have um, one show in October in Exeter. Exeter and we have one show in November in Cardiff. Um, we're playing with some amazing bands. Both shows we're playing with Deadwood Lake, and then we've got Former Carriers, her headline in the Exeter gig, and um, Infernal Sea, her headline in the Cardiff gig, which should be amazing. Like, I mean, we're both big fans of, of those bands. Yep. And um, it's just really exciting to play because we've played a couple of gigs already, but we were on kind of lineups that were a real kind of mishmash of styles. So we were a little bit anxious about we're not quite sure what people are going to think. We don't know necessarily know who's going to be here. What type of crowd we're going to have, um, yeah. but with these shows, it's it's black metal shows, so we're excited and nervous at the same time. But yeah. we think we're going to get a good response. A bit more pressure to do well. 
uh, obviously because people are there for that type of music. But at the same time, if if we if we nail it, people will uh, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you said, if you're playing on a predominantly black metal bill, mm-hmm. um, those fans there are fans of black metal, so you're going to fit perfectly amongst that. Yep. Um, That's it, because it's kind of like we were a little bit worried with some of our shows that we've ended up on that we played. Um, we were kind of had that worry of we know we can play strong, but we just had had the worry of sticking out like a sore thumb, playing a totally different kind of music to everyone else that was on the bill. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're playing with, I don't know, a pop punk band, and you look out yeah. against the people watching, and see yeah. them kind of that confused look on people's face where they're generally not sure what they're yeah. hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Do me a favor though. Whoever films at those shows, if anyone films any of that footage for YouTube, make sure they not don't for, film yeah, it in landscape. Yeah. yeah, I know. Or I know that one. <laughs> um. Right, so a little bit more personal, I guess, about you guys, you know, um, what you're doing when you're not writing music, playing music, trying to make Sarkov bigger and better. What do you do for fun? You go first. Um, I'm at work and I'm playing games. <laughs> that's, that's me. I don't, don't get a lot of, too, too much time to do anything other than that. Um so yeah, simple life, playing music, playing games and going to work. Well, I'm going to break it down a bit more. I'm going to force force more information out of you. So games, what games are you playing? Uh, predominantly World of Warcraft, but then I also like strategy stuff and RPG stuff. Like, uh, oh, what strategies do I like? Uh, Command and Conquer, uh, Dawn of War, that type of thing. And then... You know, your Crusader Kings, your Civilization, all that type of stuff. Okay. Predominantly World of Warcraft. Especially now there's a new expansion out. Yeah. They um, don't make any new Command & Conquer games, do they? No, I, 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 I flick back to Red Alert sometimes. Oh. Like, the classic Red Alert. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Good, that is. Good game. So with all of that, then, I guess, no time to watch movies. Specifically horror, because I'm trying to... F- bring it back yeah. to the site <laughs> yeah i i kind of i'm a little bit more i i'm i like games but I, I don't play them all the time i kind of go through phases but i watch films quite a lot and i do love horror films if uh, if our bass player ace was here he could rattle for the next two hours about horror because he's that guy who has the huge horror collection that's yeah. like the biggest thing you've ever seen but i personally love horror films um i'm a big fan of the shining is my all-time favorite film um and i'm a big fan of like the original halloween um the exorcist just kind of those like kind of 70s 80s kind of era the ones that pretty much are on most horror fans top 10 or so on yeah yeah that's it i'm kind of like i'm not i'm not crazy into the uh old kind of universal stuff which i i like it but um like when it comes to horror i'm I'm all about the 70s and 80s for me oh yeah i mean i'm pretty much the same um particularly with the 80s the 80s was a a yeah. golden age, so to yeah. speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, we touched up on the start, but as well, tell me some of your favourite bands. You know, you touched upon Winterfell Emperor and stuff. What about, I guess, outside the black metal spectrum, what are some of the yeah. bands that oh. you love? Uh, Do you want to go first? Yeah, one one of my big ones is uh, 
a doom band called Crow. Okay. They're good. That's K R O H. They're, they're female fronted doom band from Birmingham. They're awesome. Um, Mechina. They're kind of uh, sci-fi, genty, symphonic thing. Like the whole album's like each album's like plays as one big song, and they got this story going on throughout all the albums, like Cohen in Cambria, that type of thing. Um, I re- really enjoy that. Um, I'm on a moth. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> Ramstein as well. They're the band that got me into a metal like that. I think if it, if it wasn't for Ramstein, I probably wouldn't be into metal at all. So they're very much my gateway. Yep. For me, um, I'm gonna just say it because it's you know I I, I don't really care. I'm I'm sure I'm probably gonna get some stick from some people that are in, that are crazy into black metal. But my favourite band of all time, always be in my heart, is Slipknot because I was into them at school all the way through school, and I just I just love that band. Um, so that's my all-time favourite band. Um, some other favourites, um, Iron Maiden, um, Megadeth, uh, and Mono one of my favourites as well. Um, you know, um, well, I was about to say Immortal, but uh, that's black metal. I'm yeah. going to try, <laughs> try not talk about it. banned from saying it. Yeah, try, try not talk about too much black metal. Um, Ghost as well. Uh, I, I love... Um, Gojira are up there at the minute for me. Um, it, it, more like sort of bands I've been into for years and years and years is Iron Maiden, Megadeth, um, Slipknot, Deftones, um, Faith No More are one of my favourites. Huh. And then kind of these days I'm listening to lots of Gojira, quite a lot of Ghost, Amonomath. Opeth. Opeth, of course. Yeah. How could I forget? Opeth <laughs> one of my favourites. Um, yeah, that's just, that's just a few. I could go on for ages, but I'll try not to. <laughs> I always find it kind of funny when you said yourself like you're going to, oh, you, you know, because you're in a black metal band, you're going to get loads of stick because, oh, Slipknot happens to be one of your favorite bands and stuff like yeah. that. But mm-hmm. like, it shouldn't be that case because ultimately yeah. the gateway bands that get you into metal, into rock and stuff, and then your taste adapts, changes, and you find other things. We, yeah, we always true. joke, I mean, me and my like- brother, we always joke um, that no one who, if anyone ever comes to you and says, I got into metal through Cannibal Corpse, they're <laughs> lying. It's bullshit. Yes. No, they didn't. Yeah. They found something before and then eventually found it. I'm pretty much the same. Like, I love so many wide array of bands. But if I go back to base one, the very start, you're looking at the likes of Meatloaf, Def Leppard, Metallica. Yeah. And Metallica is still like one of my favorite bands because yeah, of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, way back in the, like, into my childhood, I was, re- my, my dad would listen to loads of, like, I remember one of the like one of those life changing bands, you know, say that say what bands change your life. One of them was Skid Row, oh, Sebastian, yeah. you know, when it was fronted by Sebastian Bach, because my dad always had that on. And I remember when I heard the song "18 Alive," I was like, "Oh, the best <laughs> song I've ever heard." And like, as a like eight year old kid, I was just mad on Sebastian Bach as a vocalist and stuff. And I was into like Motley Crue, and when I was a kid, and then it was kind of more towards sort of. Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden for a bit and then when I started high school was when I started listening to Slipknot and loads of Metallica and what have you cool right 2019 then guys um, what I'd say what plans but you may not have many plans set up at the moment what 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 do you hope to achieve in 2019 um, get more get more stuff written Get some gigs, maybe have a go at metal to the masses, yeah. um, that kind of thing. Really, yeah, we have... standard stuff. I mean, I, I wouldn't. This this is by no means like 
saying that this is going to happen. But like, I, I wouldn't mind like doing another small release on the scale of this, maybe something like that, just to keep people ticking over while we uh, work on album two, that type of thing. Like, because I, I love stuff like that. I, I love little little releases that you can discover. Um, so maybe something like that, or playing. I think getting out there and playing and becoming an established live band is a big aim because yeah. we've played a few gigs uh, and we've got a few lined up, but I want to just be a seasoned live act at some point, yeah. play loads. Of, so I, I'm hoping we'll play, you know, I want to get out there and play loads of gigs next year, um, whether we have someone drumming or whether we have to do what we have to do, which is play them out on a track. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hopefully have a drummer next year. That's another aim. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> have a complete lineup <laughs> yeah so if you were listening to this and you're thinking i can drum what are these guys talking about you want to go a bit more into that uh we need somebody who can do blast beats and double bass for prolonged periods of time at speeds <laughs> around 160 bpm yeah that's it and e- the- email us at sarkothofficial at gmail.com thank you <laughs> it, helps you if you're, it helps if you're you know it'll help if you're into black metal because it's it's, I mean, it's not required, but it's definitely a bonus. We, because we, we want it to be, we want a fourth member. You know, we don't want it to be like someone who drums for us, but they, we don't want to treat it like it's our band. We want it to be, a, we want a fourth member. You know, we want the full lineup. Yeah. So. Yeah, you want a twenty-five percent each. You ideally, I yeah. guess, exactly, want a yeah. drummer with him uh, who would have input. Yeah. Yeah, that's just it. Because me like. I'm not very good at it, but Lewis is somewhat competent at programming drums. But like, there's still just the little. Thanks for that. <laughs> it's true. It's like, um, but there, there's you know all the little fills and just the little nuances that we could not think of because yeah, exactly. Because we're drums. not drummers. Yeah, but then but having somebody who could write their own drums would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, because then oh, because for that. the album, like you know when we were talking about they've got new improved versions of the demo songs on the album um a big big reason that they sound so much bigger and better is because we have a we have a real drummer who added his own fills and added his own little nuances and it just improves the songs ridiculously yeah having that yeah especially awaken eternal sleep that's yeah very nice now yeah with daryl did a really 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 he played drum he recorded some drums for us um and played our first couple of shows with us and he's done a a really good job. We owe him a lot for um, making the album awesome. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait to hear it. You know, I'm obviously I'm such a huge fan of those two demo tracks, so I can't yeah. wait to hear these new and improved versions. Yeah. Um. Right. So let's wrap this up with, I guess, plugging. Let's plug yourselves, the single, the album. Get all the dates out of the way and where this stuff can be bought and picked up and so on. Where can you find the Wanderer? Uh, you can find it on our, our Bandcamp. That's sarkofficial.bandcamp.com. Uh, Spotify, YouTube, it it's, should be on all the major places. Uh, album's coming out on the 21st of September through NSH Records. Uh, what else is there? Gigs? Yeah, gigs. So yeah. Um, if you're in the Exeter area and you'd like to see us live, along with some amazing other bands, um, we'll be playing the Cavern at um, on October 14th. That's £5 entry on the door. And then uh, in Cardiff, we're playing the, the Fuel Rock Club on November the 11th. Um, and that's that's the gigs we've got lined up. And we'll, <laughs> we'll keep everyone up. You can check that on the Facebook page. And uh, we'll keep everyone kind of updated if any more gigs get 
come around for next year. Um, it'll all be on our Facebook page. So yeah, there are promoters who are interested. Yeah. So we we should get at least get a couple more gigs. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Right, last thing. You're speaking to your fans. Yeah. Excuse me. They ask ask them one thing to support you. Just the best way to I think the best way to support us and um, any band our size uh, or bigger is just to you know spread the word. If you know somebody's going to like the music, share it. If you've got friends around, put it on. See if they like it. Yeah, uh, and uh, another a, a big one is for any any small band and, and you know us included is if you like us and you, and you can make it, come to the shows because that's yeah. quite a hard it's it's hard to pull because people when we play live you know bands of our size don't make money playing live. If anything, it costs us money to get ourselves out there and play live, but we just do it for the fun of doing it. So go to the shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buy a ticket and have yeah. a good time. It's I'm, simple I'm, I'm as that, isn't it? Merch. <laughs> brilliant right this is Sarkov folks thanks for talking thank you very much yeah. thank you thank you